What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the High Performance Agents Podcast. My name is Taj Howell. I'm an IFBB pro. I'm a peak performance expert. I'm a real estate investor, and I've helped countless agents get in the best shape of their lives, elevate their mindsets to never before seen levels, and ultimately increase their GCI production and performance overall. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I'm here today for High Performance Agents episode 44 with Mr. Peter Flores. Right, Flores? How's it going? Yes, sir. Flores. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Pete is a, I'm going to, you know what, man, I'm going to call it like it is. He's a master of social media. He's a real estate oh, professional out in, out in Orange County. And I've got him today to deliver some amazing content to you guys on this podcast, as well as on our, uh, on our Instagram live here about the importance of maximizing social media as a real estate professional, because there's so many real estate professionals out there. How can you get an edge on your competition? How can you stand out? How can you attract more listings in such a hot market, right? Social media, right? And so Mr. Peter Flores, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? Let us know a little bit about you, a little bit about uh, your background, you know, why you're in real estate in the first place. Give us a little bit of understanding about you and what it is that you're all about. Yeah, cool. So Taj, thanks so much for having me on. Really appreciate it. And you called me a master of social media. I'm far from it. Um, but I just put stuff out there that I like and stuff that I think that's funny. Some people may not think it's funny. I do, but you know, just do what I, what I think is important, what I think is fun out there. So a little bit yeah. about me. Um, I started actually in corporate business banking. So corporate America, very stiff. You weren't really allowed to be, you know, show your own personality. Everything's yeah. kind of cookie cutter, which is fine for a while, but um, eventually you know, kind of got tired of it. Some stuff, uh, some life events happened. Um, and I actually was, my job, my job position was actually eliminated. Um, my wife back then actually had an injury. So it actually kind of, you know, worked out God's blessing. So I was able to take care of her for a while. But then after a while, um, I started really thinking about really what I wanted to do. Did I want to go back in the corporate business banking world? Um, did I want to go back into lending? Cause I also have a lending background, um, business commercial lending, no, all the stuff I could do, but I wasn't really passionate about it right just kind of thinking back about how it was raised um what's important to me so my father is an immigrant from mexico seeing him work hard buy his first house his second house and third house and just seeing that american dream i know it sounds totally cheesy but just seeing that american dream of yeah. owning owning your own home come true really resonated with me my mom is a stay-at-home mom um raised mostly by her um, and she just showed love and compassion and caring and everything that she did and made sure that you were comfortable with whatever you were doing. So right. with those two things, I had a, thinking back, I had a not so great experience with buying my first home. Uh, when we looked and looking at different homes, the real estate agent back then actually said, well, are we just gonna keep looking at homes or are you gonna put in a damn offer? That was literally what she said. So thinking back, um, what was the best way for me to utilize my background, um, you know, commercial banking and the way I was raised with my parents, um, using those, um, those ethical values. I saw, well, you know what, there's a very serious lack within real estate of just being trustworthy and, right. you know, making sure people are making the right informed decisions is really what made me, uh, get into real estate. So I love what I'm doing, what I'm doing now. I wouldn't change a thing. Um, absolutely love it. So 
that's how I get started. Awesome. Yeah, dude, I love it. And, and you know what? It's so motivating to see kind of um, how you've how you took in what you, what your surroundings were, what your dad was doing, what your mom was saying, and it influenced you to take that career path. Right. So that's super, super awesome. And so what I want to talk about now, first of all, let's see, is you, are you still in Zoom or no? No, no, the Zoom Did went you away. get kicked out of Zoom? Okay, that's it. Can you rejoin for me as well? Yeah. Okay, sweet. But guys, let's continue. Yeah. It's all good. We're going to, we'll make, we'll merge this together. Um, but anyways, uh, so what I want to talk about now for, with you really quickly is, um, you know, what is the importance of social media? Like, why is it important to leverage social media in real estate? Like, like why should a, an agent who's watching this actually post on social media consistently, use TikToks, use Reels, and get out there more. What? What? Do you, why do you think it's important? Well, it, it goes along with, with building your brand, right? Um, right. You know, companies can change, brokerages can change, but what's not going to change is you. Building your brand and building that familiarity so people know, like, and trust you is yeah. is very so it important. Trust. Exactly, it's building trust. Yeah. Um, and what better way that's free to get out to so many different people without necessarily you know, spending money. Yeah, you may have to, you know, eventually pay people to edit your video. You don't have to. Right now I don't. I do everything by myself. But that's the best way and the easiest way to expose expose what you're doing and what you're talking about to so many different people. So I like to think of it this way is take how many followers you have on Instagram, TikTok or whatever your platform is, combine yeah. them all together. Let's say you have a thousand and just Google what a stadium of a thousand people look like that's your audience right yeah. so right there you have a full stadium of people that you're speaking to that you wouldn't be able to by that's just true. yeah i mean in a matter of two minutes i could reach a thousand people instead of you know cold calling or sending out mailers or blast emails you have that that immediate attention and they could watch in their own time as well too so they could if they've seen something important they could save it go back and watch it again later and that's really the, you know, the big things, big takeaways from social media that I gathered. Yeah, no, 100%. I think you hit the, hit the nail on the head as well, like about the brand, because, you know, and I feel like not a lot of real estate agents that I've worked with, at least, have thought of themselves as a personal brand, right? Like, it, I it's almost like that because they're working with a brokerage or because they're working on a team or whatever, like they, they, they kind of forget about their own personal brand. Right. And right. so I think you hit the nail on the head with that. So why don't you tell us a story? I know that you have a story about getting an actual client, getting a deal, like getting a listing uh, and closing a deal from one of your TikTok videos. So why don't you give yeah. us, why don't you explain that story to us? Yeah, definitely. So, I actually went back and I calculated how much have I actually earned directly from social media in one way or another. And honestly, it's probably about a, probably about a hundred thousand I've actually wow. done in commission directly from social wow. media. So, but in wow. particular, the TikTok story. So anybody's out there, doesn't matter what industry you're in, you're, you're a dog walker, whatever. I don't care what industry you're in. Don't sleep on TikTok. It's so easy to grow on there. It's so easy to get get exposure on there. Um, you just got to put yourself out there. But the story in particular for TikTok is, um, I forgot what I'll, exactly what I was saying, but I think it was something about the industry, how this is not um, a housing market crash. And you're hearing all kinds of chatter. You know, media like, say, oh, you know, 
housing markets and crash. So I just went out there, just rebuttal everything with facts. Um, yeah. This guy hits me up and says, hey, well, what do you think about this? And I read the article and of course it was just a, a headline just to you know sensationalize and I broke down exactly why this was in the, in the private chat, why this wasn't happening and gave him stats and data. Eventually he says, hey, you know what? Um, uh, I own a, a HVAC company. So I said, you know, start saying, you know, I'm a real estate, I need, you know, a good HVAC vendor. We started talking and eventually he says, yeah, you know, well, I'm actually looking to buy a house. Would you like to help me? Sure. So went yeah. down and first house uh, that we put an offer in, got him into a house and, you know, made some nice, uh, made some nice commission there, but you can make money off social media, regardless of what anybody tells you. I think I was actually pretty lucky in hitting that fast. Most people don't have that fast success, right. um, but just keep doing it. Um, it may not be immediate. It might be. If it is cool, but just keep doing it because you can for sure make money on TikTok. And, and one thing I also want to talk about is social media is almost kind of be like your business card. So I've seen people that are kind of snooping on your stories on, on Instagram and then one way or another, they end up contacting you for some reason, whether it be for a referral, say, Taj, you refer somebody over to me. Um, they start looking on my Instagram, seeing what I'm about, and then they eventually contact you. So, right. you know, make sure it's quality that you're putting out there. And it could just be funny too. It really doesn't matter. It could be funny. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know what, that, that leads me to our next topic, which uh, really comes down to finding your flow. Let's start there because everybody gets caught up in what they should post right? instead of just posting, right? right, right. Like people are like, okay, should I do funny stuff? Should I do serious? Should I do motivational? Should I do informative? Should I do blah, 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 blah. How did you go about finding your flow as a real estate professional posting reels and TikToks and things like that? Because I know you do a lot of funny stuff, but then you do informative stuff as well. How did you actually go about finding your voice, finding your flow online? Well, yeah, good question. It's, you basically just got to be yourself because I like right. to, I, I like to try, try and be funny. Some people don't think I'm funny, <laughs> whatever. I just do things that I think are funny, but yeah. I also like to be informative too. So, but in the beginning, I really, really struggled with, okay, what the hell am I going to do? Nobody wants to listen to me. So um, I went on TikTok and I started seeing all these other realtors doing things and other, other industries doing things that I thought was funny. I said, Hey, how can I, mirror that or change that into into something I want to talk about. So yeah. I mean, if you don't know what to post about, or you're scared of talking, which I totally get because I was too. And sometimes I still get that way. Like I just seriously went on TikTok and saw these little pointing videos, like I'm not gonna go out there and dance. I'm not a dancer. I got two left feet. But yeah. <laughs> all these little pointing videos, right? Where you know, hey, not a housing market crash. This is why this is why this is why just go on and do simple stuff like that. And that'll get you used to being on camera. Um, and then from there, you'll, you'll just start speaking and then you'll, you'll start posting more frequently. Another strategy is, um, go on to, uh, Instagram stories because it's, it's not permanent in the sense where it goes away after 24 hours. So you can kind of practice that way too. Um, just get on there and say, Hey, I'm going to go get my daily coffee out, whatever your favorite coffee shop is, whatever. Um, just talk about what you're doing. And that's a good way because who cares if you mess up, it's gone in 24 hours. Um, and then from there, you can start leading into shooting more videos, um, stuff that's quote, a little more permanent on, on your page. Um, but I mean, it's just like working out, Taj. I mean, you weren't born super ripped, right? 
you, nope. <laughs> you weren't born that way, right? It's, I was super years, skinny. Yep. Yeah, it's years and years of, of that practice working out yep. that, that social media muscle that gets you gets you in there. And I'm nowhere near perfect. I'm, I think I'm still pretty bad at it, honestly, but it's just, it's a work in progress. Nobody's perfect. So it's a journey, man. It's a it. journey just like anything, yeah. right? It, it really comes down to deciding, committing to doing it, and then just making it happen. And you get better yeah. by failing forward. Right, <laughs> just, right. like, just like with anything, right? So how did you, let's talk about overcoming fear because one of the biggest bottlenecks that I think for people when they think about getting on TikTok or getting on Reels or even posting like a photo of themselves, like sometimes people are afraid what other people think or it's, that's usually what it is. Let's be honest. Most people are afraid of what other people think. 100%. They're like, hey, like, what if my colleagues think I'm weird or like silly or something? You know what I mean? Like, right. how do you overcome? Like, I know what I do to overcome it, but I want I want your input and then I'll give my input as well. How did you overcome the fear of getting out there and putting your face online? Yeah, that's, that is the toughest. That's by far the toughest thing um, to do. So I have a business coach who really held me accountable to okay. putting myself out there um, and, just saying, you know, you just got to do it. Um, and I had a real come to Jesus moment saying, okay, well, this is the only way I'm really going to be able to grow my business pretty fast. So either do or die basically. So, but it still is hard. I'm not gonna lie. It still is hard. Sometimes I don't feel like doing it, but honestly, you just have to not care. You kind of got to get over yourself because really it's internal and it's really, nobody really cares what you look like online. I mean, when they see your, per when they see you in person, you're gonna look the same damn way. It's not like you're gonna change, right? Yeah. So for me personally, it was also, I was being judgmental in in terms of judging myself. Like, oh, I don't look the same way. I don't look like that. I don't look like Taj. I don't look like, I don't look like this and that. But realizing that you're the only one that's judging yourself so harshly is is really what's gonna help. And just like I said, doing it, we're doing that, that social media workout muscle. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so for me, for me, it came down to I, I, perfection. Like I wanted, when I started in social media, even for like, year, like for years, I wanted all my videos. Like I used to do a lot of workout videos. You know, I've changed a lot of my um, style and my message over the years to what I believe in now. But when I started, it was a lot of workout videos with music and like stuff like that. Uh, and I was, I would, I would like do this stuff for hours and hours and hours and like try to get the video perfect with the, reps in alignment with the beat and stuff you know what i mean like so like yeah. i try yeah. to make it perfect right uh and i like i was i would waste so much time back in those days so much time and i think another fear for people when they get in social media and they start posting is the fear of wasting their time because you don't right. see an immediate benefit of totally. taking potentially two hours to come up with an idea, film it, edit it, post it, because you don't see that um, that immediate benefit, right? However, what you do now generates results months in the future. You're planting seeds. It's just like real estate, how most of the time, it takes you guys 90 days to make your money, right? Like, right. right. It, it, just, it just does, right? So, so I think for me, what it came down to was realizing that perfection kills progress. 100%. Perfection kills progress. If you, if you can commit to just progressing, getting 1% better every single day, making videos that suck even, 
just get yeah. him out there. Yeah. Like seriously, and, and what's man, funny and, is you're probably the only one that's going to think it's going to suck anyways. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And yeah. most people aren't going to tell you, Hey, that sucked. You're going to have fans that are starting to rep you, but you're going to have fans that are, you're going to have the haters and your cheerleaders. Yeah. You know, those are a small section that you're probably going to hear from, but you're going to remember you have a huge section in the middle. That's, they're just passively watching, you know what yeah. I mean? They're just like, okay, that's cool. You know, think of like a restaurant. Last time you went to a restaurant, you're not, unless it was just, you were just blown away or you were a supporter, like, you know, the owner, you're not going to go and leave a review right away every single time. Right. You're just going right. to keep going there and you're going to have right. the haters. So keeping in mind that you're, you're only going to hear from two ends of the spectrum, the middle people who are, you know, probably your true audience that you want to go for are probably not going to say much. They're just going to be passively. They're going to be watching. the one. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. The, the ones in the middle that aren't very vocal are the ones that are, that you're actually most of the time going for anyways. Yeah. Right. I love that. That's fantastic. Okay. Let's move on. Let's talk about um, getting it done. So uh, I, I know you mentioned something when we, when we uh, first chatted about this idea, but like about, just doing it right like and it's nike it sounds cheesy it sounds corny but it's true the only way for for a person to get out there on social media consistently is by just doing it and by eliminating their fear eliminating their ne negativity eliminating that perfectionist mindset and just doing it um how would you recommend someone who's like okay i'm ready i'm all in like then maybe they even have a couple ideas how would you recommend that they just do it? How would you recommend that they like take this step and actually just do it? What, what would you recommend? I'll also give my, my point after. Just go out there and just do it. Well, find the path, or find the path of least resistance. So if you're worried about lighting, you're worried about background stuff, those are just excuses. Whatever yeah. you're coming up with in your head, I hate to put it this way, it's just a damn excuse. You just got to do it. So Plain and simple. <laughs> so once you realize that you're just making excuses in your head for whatever reason, whatever reason you have, um, it's just, it's just an excuse. So create the path of least resistance. For me, it was, like I said, going on TikTok and just copying the, the stuff on TikTok, like little pointing things, whatever. It was seriously just copying that. Um, right. That was the easiest thing because I didn't have to talk. I just had to sit there and point. And then you have a video and the more and more you do it, the easier it'll be and eventually you'll, you'll progress to, um, to, to talking and doing more informational yeah. stuff. So um, I like to edit directly within the app. Um, I have created videos using my, my camera, but editing directly in the app is probably the easiest way and the fastest way to just do it. Cause it's just like, Oh, Hey everybody, I'm out here, blah, 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 whatever you're, whatever you're talking about. Just do it in the app because it's the easiest thing, whether it be TikTok or Instagram, whatever. Just do it in the app because that's the easiest way to get started. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I love that. And I think, you know, for, for my recommendation for just doing it, and this is something that I've told clients in the past, even clients in real estate, and they've, they've actually, it's helped grow their business. What I love to do to get a person out of their comfort zone, eliminate fear, get them to just do it, and basically solve everything that we just talked about is to commit a certain amount of time and like make a post where you commit a certain amount of time. Let's say it's four weeks or 12 weeks. 12 weeks is always best because then you completely change. 
your life. If you right. do something every day for 12 weeks, you completely change your life. That's just a fact. 12 weeks of live videos every single day. That's something that I recommend people do if they're just starting. And people, and, and I've, I've heard so many times people say, man, you're crazy. Like, why would I go live? I don't even know how to, like. It's scary. Do this. It's scary. Like, I don't know what to do, right? <laughs> Yeah, and those limiting I'm scared beliefs. right now, man. We're all <laughs> scared right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those limiting beliefs will hold you back. However, however, what I will say is this: when you when you film a video, and you are just filming it and it's not live, chances are you're gonna refilm that video twice, three times, four times, five times, ten times, twenty times, and you're gonna literally waste two hours. When you could just turn the camera on Facebook Live or Instagram Live or LinkedIn Live or wherever you want to actually spread your message, put on the live, commit to doing that, and guess what? You have to perform. Because <laughs> exactly. you're live. And there's people live with us right now watching. Andre Johnson is here. Jose is here. There's people with us right now watching this, right? And so it forces you to perform. And so even if you're terrible, it doesn't matter because you have to have a beginning, a middle, and an end to the video. Right. Right. I, there, there were times, and this is something, there, there were times uh, when I first started going live where I was so uncomfortable that I would start it, I would mumble and like get my words all mixed up and stuff, right. and then I'd end and like stutter over myself, and I would still post the video. I would still leave it because people... And like, and you can scroll back and literally see on Facebook, but people, um, respect you. People will respect what yeah. you're trying to do. You're trying to better yourself. You're trying to get your brand out there, better your business, take care of your family. People aren't going to say, Hey man, screw you. You suck. Like nobody's going to say that if they do just block them. Yeah. They're not expecting you to be perfect. Anyways, the only one, only people exactly. that want us to be perfect is ourselves. Is yourself, exactly. right? right? Yeah. And so, so, so for me, that's my cure for just doing it is, is, is getting like extremely out of your comfort zone and going public and saying, Hey, for the next 12 weeks, I'm going live, um, about re the real estate market here in Orange County. Uh, and you know, I, I hope to see you live every single day at 7:30 AM. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Then you go live for five minutes, but that's what, I, that's what my recommendation is. Now I want to talk about the methods of consistently posting because we, we went there for a second but we didn't fully dive in. Um, Peter, I know that you do most of your video recording and editing within the apps themselves. So why don't you just take us through just a quick 30 second like understanding of how you actually create your videos um, on like inside of the TikTok app or inside the Instagram app. Do you film them in the app or do you film them out of the app and then put them in? Just give us like a quick little run through on how, yeah. you, how it is you build them. So first of all, a lot of stuff that I, that I do, I'm, I'm ripping off from other people that I'm seeing in other industries. So awesome. recreate, don't recreate the wheel. Exactly. Exactly. Cause there's people that are way more creative than me and why, I mean, if I could twist it and make it into my industry, awesome. It's another way to just go out there and do it. And, and it's cut, it cut down that brainstorming, but what I do, I, I do spend a little bit of time either on TikTok and on Instagram, and I'll I'll dedicate like at least thirty minutes to just go through and scroll, and just watch stuff. As I collect ideas, I'll either save those in an envelope, either in in TikTok or on Instagram, 
I also okay. use Trello. Um, and Trello is kind of like a whiteboard kind of a thing where I could whiteboard ideas. So, okay. and you can access it on your iPhone, your iPad, your computer, and it all syncs. So if I see something or if I just get an idea that I think is good, just wherever I'm at, I'll log it into Trello and then I'll, I'll have these ideas. So, uh, and cool. then from there, when I'm planning, I'll have, you know, brainstorming in action and then completed. So I could always go back and see what I've done um, yeah. and see all the videos that I've made. But if you don't want to do all that, seriously, just go into, because TikTok, you could do this now. Uh, Instagram, you could do it for sure. Find the videos that you want to replicate and save them, save them into a folder. I called it videos to copy. That's literally what, what I called it, yeah. videos to copy. And I'll go back and I'll look at those and then I'll just quickly sketch out, okay, this is what I'm gonna talk about. This is how I'm gonna change it. And then from there, I'll just do it right there. So I always have a bank of videos to lean on and to go on. Um, and sometimes I'll go in there and just record stuff and I'll save it in draft. And then once I'm ready to post it, go back and maybe edit a few little words here and there and then I post it. So that's the easiest way is, just keeping everything on your phone. You don't have to use Trello like I am, but just keep it on your phone so you always have it wherever you go. Right, okay, that's awesome. No, I love, I think that's fantastic, man. I love that idea. Um, and one of my mentors also told me to actually, if you don't have any ideas, just go and type in a hashtag on TikTok and figure yeah. out and see what other people are doing in that hashtag uh, and then see how you can recreate it for yourself. So I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, so for me, just a quick, just a quick 30 second run through of what I do is I do two, there's two things that I do when I, when I actually post the reels that you guys see and the TikToks that you guys see. Um, I create for myself a content plan. Usually I map out a week in advance. So Sunday or Monday, I'll just be like, okay, like what are my ideas? Uh, anytime I have an idea, I also put it into an, into a note uh, file. But what I like to do is create out a content plan. So I'm not just like wasting time trying to figure out what to do i'll create okay like tomorrow i want to talk about motivation the next day i want to talk about three keys to performance whatever it is boom and there I, I list them out and then what i do is i just go in there and i film them on my phone so i film myself yeah. talking in my phone uh and then i use what i call a cheat code <laughs> i have a cheat code right. i know you know what it is yeah. but these guys don't know what it is i have an i have virtual assistants yeah. uh, that work with me and one of my virtual assistants, my, my personal assistant actually is very, very good at video editing. So what I do is I just, I film myself talking, you know, if it's three keys to be performance, I'll film all of that in one video in one take. I'll try to do it in one take, but if I like get confused, I'll just be like, okay, cut that out, <laughs> you know? And then I like refilm it. Uh, and then my, my assistant will actually chop that into uh, a quick cut video right uh, and then what I'll do is I'll import it so that the guys so just so you know the steps I film the video uh, I get it cut up I import it into uh, InShot where I add my own music I have a very specific track that I think aligns with my message um, so I put the track in and then I add captions and the app for captions is called yeah. captions right I know you've used it before uh, and so all you do is you just download captions, you put your video in there and it'll automatically generate captions for you that you can edit. Uh, and, then, and then what I do is I just take it and I post it on Instagram, my second, my business Instagram, my Facebook profile, LinkedIn and TikTok all at the same time. Right, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. post it all at the same time. Uh, and then that gives you exposure on, just like you said, if you, if you add up all of your followers on all accounts, you've got potentially thousands of eyes. Yeah. 
that can see that video and relate with your message and relate with what you're doing. Uh, and so that's, that's the way that I do it. That's a little bit more complex. Um, it's, it's kind of outsourcing things. If you guys have assistance, I know that there are a lot of realtors out there that have assistance. Um, and if you can get that person trained up how to build a video, <laughs> right. good yeah. on you because it just takes a little bit off your shoulders. Um, totally. But your way is also phenomenal. There, um, there's other people that I haven't done this, but I know other people are doing this is you could actually go out and go to your local high school or your college. And they most likely have people that are looking to get into some sort of video media and awesome. ask them Great to idea. see if they could do an internship. And honestly, someone who's like 17 or 18 years old, they're probably better at creating these videos than I am anyways. So yep. have them edit <laughs> and have them, you know, get credit for working, you know, um, and that's a fast, easy way to get, get an assistant without really getting an assistant. So you don't have yeah. the fi financial responsibility because it does cost, you know, it's, some people don't have the ability to do that yet, but that's a yeah. way to, to do it right away. If you don't want to, if you're bad at, you think you're bad at editing videos or you just don't want to, you know, yeah. go find somebody who can I do it for free. 100%. Absolutely. And the other thing too, right, is, is, is like push come to shove people should learn how to do things on their own first because that's right. the best way to actually like commit to doing it is when it fits in your schedule and you can do it on your own and that kind of thing. Um, but then when you are ready to, for outsourcing, you know, an internship is a great idea. Fiverr is also a good idea. There's a lot of yeah. freelancers on there that you, that'll, you know, 15 bucks and they'll make you a video or whatever. Um, uh, or the other thing as well that I want to mention here, and I'll leave you guys with this. If you want to actually, edit videos as opposed to like filming them inside of the app. Just last thing, InShot is another great app that you yeah. guys can use uh, if you do want to like film and edit at like different times. Um, and and it's, it's a free app, I believe. I think maybe it's like 12 bucks a year or something super, super right. cheap. Um, and it's, it's a really versatile app and it allows you to edit videos in, what is it, portrait? It's in portrait mode, right? As opposed yeah. to landscape because right. landscape videos are basically dead except for on YouTube now. Yeah, yeah. I see a landscape and I'm just scrolling by it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. This doesn't use the full screen, right? Yeah, I agree. Right. Um, but awesome, man. Now, uh, how can people find you? I think, you know, there's a, we've delivered a lot of value in this, in this call. I want to say thank you for bringing your, your time yeah. and your expertise. Thanks for having me. Into this podcast. How can people find you? Um, what are your, what's your TikTok handle? What's your Instagram handle? Maybe some people can actually look you up and get inspired by what you're doing. Or maybe if you're open to it, they can reach out to you for a little bit of advice. Yeah, for sure. So TikTok, uh, my handle is real Peter Flores. Like I have an imposter. So I mean, real Peter Flores. Yeah. Um, and then from there it directly links to my Instagram. You go to my profile and you see a little Instagram button. You can find me there. But if you don't have a TikTok, um, you can find me on I am Peter Flores, um, okay. on Instagram. Um, and connect me there. Um, hit me up. Happy to answer any questions at all. Um, and we'll go from there. Excellent. Excellent, man. Last thing I want to, I want to ask you is on a, on a closing note, right. is there anything that you would say to a real estate professional who's just getting traction? Cause there's a lot of, there's so many real estate professionals, you know, like there's the guys that are the cream of the crop killing every single year, making like hundreds upon hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. And then there's also the guy who's just like really trying to get traction, trying to figure out his, his, his brand, his message, and trying to like move the needle forward, you know, and that, that might be a lot of people watching this right now. 
Um, what would you say in closing to that person if they're, if maybe they're going through what we talked about, they're having a little bit of fear, they're having a little bit of anxiety about posting and stuff. What would you say to that person in closing to motivate them to take action on their, on their social media game? Well, one, if you, if you're shying away from video, your business will eventually get slower and slower and maybe be non-existent. Video is the way everything is consumed on video. Everything's consumed on social media, but um, just look at this way. If you're having trouble finding out what your brand is, your brand is you. I talk about the stuff that I like. I make the kind of videos that I like that I think are funny. Um, I do what I do because it's what I like. And you're going to find your tribe and you're going to find your haters either way. But yeah. just be yourself and do what you enjoy. Because like I said, you're going to find the people that are going to latch on to you. You're going to find your tribe. Awesome. I love it, man. Peter, thank you so much for yeah, taking the time you, out of your busy day. I know how busy you are. Um, really, really cool stuff. Uh, for anybody out there listening to this on the podcast, make sure that you share it with another agent who needs to hear it. Okay. For those of you watching this live on the Instagram, uh, on the Instagram live right now, thank you guys so much for being with us. Uh, this video will be, will be up live on Spotify, on Apple here in the, over the next few hours. So if you want to go back and, and listen to that, you're more than welcome to, um, Peter, hopefully we'll have you back on the show again sometime soon. And, uh, love to. Absolutely, man. I hope you have an amazing week. And to all of you guys out there, stay focused, stay driven, and let's achieve some success. Okay? We'll see you guys soon. Thank you. Take care.